0: Why don't you call Zangers? They can help you with that yeah. tooling application. Or yeah. call Golner; He can help you out with that. Whatever Nick does. Yeah, whatever. You
1: know, all, <laughs> all that irrelevant yeah. stuff, like right. chip conveyors and filtration <laughs> or work holding. I was trying to think <laughs> of chip conveyors. <laughs> no, I just think, you know, sometimes you have a brain am Sorry, Nick. <laughs> you know, whatever Nick does over there. Metalworking Nation, it's Nick here. I'm thinking about how much fun I had at the Emo in Hanover, the biggest trade show in Europe. And I'm already thinking about, less than a year from now, the biggest trade show in North America. IMTS 2024 will take place September 9th through the 14th at McCormick Place in Chicago. Every one of the 10 IMTS sectors will offer hundreds of technologies that help us manufacturers move beyond the typical production approach. There will be a multitude of applications experts that can help solve our toughest manufacturing challenges. And new to 2024 is the automation sector accelerated by SPS and the additive sector accelerated by FormNext. There's also 10 conferences to engage, learn, explore, and ideate with the rest of the manufacturing community. That's what IMTS is. That's what IMTS always has been. This is the place where the people, products, and technology that drive change in our world all come together. Registration is now open. Just go to imts.com and you can also stay tuned to Making Chips where we'll give you all the news and updates to come. Guys, I'm so excited to see you at IMTS in 2024. Let's have the manufacturing technology community come together to inspire the extraordinary.
0: Welcome to Making Chips. As manufacturing leaders, we go through seasons. Seasons of struggle and seasons of celebration. But if you are connected to a community of leaders, you will be equipped to make the most of the peaks and you'll be inspired to move quickly through the valleys. What you will hear is not just our opinion. It is the battle-tested testimonial and advice of a manufacturing leader just like you. So listen up and take notes. Welcome to Making Chips seasons
1: all right so we're back with part two part two baby this is part two of what are we calling this manufacturing fuels greatness with dan borders
2: guest hosted You dig, by your boy. By the MFG. The MFG, the unicorn. So
0: (laughs) I want to say something really quick about what you said. You got a new nickname? That that made me think when you were talking about like making the parts at 100% and you're just doing your job. And there's something to be said about, I know manufacturing, there's some mentalities there where it's like, okay, you did your job. Mm -hmm. Like, don't ask me for a trophy. But I think, and I know this is something that I encourage at my company, we just- got done celebrating Thanksgiving. And I think that we need to offer up more gratefulness to people for what they do. And it shouldn't just be, okay, kid, you did your job. It should be, hey, thank you. Like, your work here is appreciated. The fact that you did make those parts 100% accurate, there was no scrap, that is something that needs to be lifted up. And I'm not advocating the kid that scraps 50% of his parts. You're like, here's a trophy, kid. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm (laughs) saying. Hey, good job on the other half. (laughs) 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 Good job scrapping $20,000 worth of parts. Here's your trophy. But like, we need to be more grateful for what we do, or for what other people do. And especially as a leader, as mm-hmm. a business owner I know like we at my company we have like an actual message board it's we call it our shout outs and it's specifically for that yeah. where we give shout outs to people and I tell people I said this is who we are this is our culture you know that there's things that people are doing around you that should be celebrated speak up and do it
1: yeah I just want to dovetail off of that I think that's awesome the shout out board yeah.
0: we do it in meetings and we do it on a board
1: so I'm going to give my own company a, what do you call it a compliment sandwich so we have a shout out <laughs> board too and it's like kudos to your peers and every time i give a tour for whatever reason in this part of the shop like no one fills it out <laughs> yeah. so someone just wrote like someone who did a great job today and then like someone just wrote me <laughs> <laughs> it's been there for like months <laughs> so, so that's kind of funny but here's how we do it here's the good part of the sandwich we have like our core values are represented in, like, an image. If you ever watch, like, college football, you know those people with all the stickers on their helmet? So, like, if someone really does a good job making our customers successful, we'll, like, hand them this, like, magnet, and they can, like, stick it on their machine or their toolbox or whatever. We suck at the kudos board, unlike (laughs) Zengers,
3: but we do a good job (laughs) with the magnets. (laughs) And that was kind of the flip side of the point that I was making is... Yeah. That's part of what you signed up for is being hundred percent. I'm on a wire EDM. I've got a $60,000 tool cavity in there and I go home at night and it runs. Yeah. Right. That wire gets off travel and cuts that thing in half. It's scrap. It's a $0 cavity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, That's stressful. But I said that one for the machinist side of things saying, this is real. This is what we go through. Mm-hmm. But from manufacturing leader side of things too, to say, Hey, the reward shouldn't just be, well, yeah, you got a paycheck. Mm-hmm. No more pizza parties. Yeah. And, oh, hey, Drew, you're doing really good. Here's more hours. Right. right. <laughs> well, hold on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. I already got too many hours. Yeah, right. So just something to keep in mind if you are in a leadership role. Yeah. Tap into what your guys on the floor, your girls on the floor, or those jobs that they're stressed. Yeah. Let's
0: recognize that it. all those people on the shop floor are contributing to your pockets. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. they're <laughs> helping to put money into your pocket, and you need to give them the... Credit that they deserve, right. even for just doing their job.
2: Sure, and that's a happy okay. worker is a productive worker. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying. Exactly. And again, when we can point out discrepancies or things that happen, we can come to solutions. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then we can ensure that 50 percent scrap rate guy becomes 20 percent, becomes 10 percent. Right. But we still got somebody that knows this machine and these parts, and we're not at 0% because the machine's not running because we got rid of them. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? If he has the opportunity to do that. so Yeah, and go to the 50% scrap guy and be like, thanks for trying harder. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know yeah. you want to get it above yeah. 50%. Yeah. They don't feel exactly. good about it either. <laughs> right. no, exactly. They're, right crap. they're crapping bricks. <laughs> you know what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. They yeah. They yeah. Yeah. Like they're getting
0: canned. 100%. Yeah. But you got to give them the truth too. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, here's how we get there. You yes. know, right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Thank you for trying hard. Here is where you need to be. Yeah, but You don't need to shy away from like what that scrap costs
2: i think that also comes in the recruiting you should recruit and work to retain people at the same time and if you're recruiting for bodies and you're just trying to get people you end up with 50 percent scrap guy but if you're in the process early second semester Mm -hmm. and this guy's working for me after school or like i implemented when i went to ranking the internship program where he's got eight weeks on eight weeks in my shop working for me eight hours a day Now I know where this person is, right? And I know he's got potential to be 50% scrap guy, but I've got a person that can help them along the way. So for two hours, you're sitting with this dude, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's going to be my eyes and ears because this dude might not tell me what he's scared about because I'm hiring him, but this other person might get that out of him. And then we know when to put him on the machine by itself and be expecting 10%, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So we can always hedge our losses, but I want to not talk about us so much. You know what I'm saying? I want to...
1: No, these are like valuable points, but for those who didn't hear part one, I'm going to yeah. like yeah, beep, beep, yeah. go back to it do yeah. really fast. So we'll do like when you watch a TV series and it recaps the past episode. Yeah, so are. Drew comes on introduces dan they both had experience with ranking which is a technical college mm-hmm. and dan works for a tool and die shop that's where he was talking about yep. you both had a chip on your shoulder mm-hmm. you can go back yeah. to episode you gotta one. just go
0: back and listen to it yeah, yeah. you gotta yeah. go <laughs> to hear we went through. through a lot but, yeah. you're butchering the summary nick
1: <laughs> but then dan's was yeah. like hey man 100 perfect you know
3: where's the appreciation okay now you're at davis yep. we, you talked about that kind okay. yeah, of feeling burnt out good yeah. boom yeah. So I guess it was episode one. I said, work 24 hours and 24 days in a row. Both my brothers were in sales. Kind of wanted to try something else. I didn't even really want to get into sales. I just wanted to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Get out yeah. the shop. So do whatever everyone it does. Hit the online. See what's out there. Just so happens to find a local company in Maryland Heights called Edge Technologies. Didn't know who they were, what they did. I knew they were in manufacturing. I knew they were in bar feeding. Well, bar feeding and tool and die are about opposite ends of the spectrum the right right. But, world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they had an open position for a product manager for a new miscollection line that they were coming out with. I don't know anything about miscollectors either. We didn't have any. But applied just so happens I was running a, a Small beer keg company at the time, also. So they kind of <laughs> like the entrepreneurial side of that. I like that they like that. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I got no questions about degrees. It's Pleasure no for you, machining, yeah. and you're slinging beer kegs out of the back of the machine shop you work in. Yes, sir. <laughs> <They're>
1: like, <laughs> we like this dude. <laughs> They're like, okay, yeah. just, <laughs> just bring some on something. your first day. Well, yeah, you're showing some
3: <laughs> character that is different. Yeah, something yeah. that they could work off of. Right, right. So they knew I had a, maybe a little bit of sales interest at least, and I didn't consider myself a salesman. But, I mean, went through college, waiting tables, doing all, I mean, all this stuff that's forward facing, that stuff really teaches you lessons. Mm -hmm, I've always said, if you want to be a good person, you either need to go to the military or you should wait tables because it really teaches you how to put up with some stuff. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That wasn't your fault. And you couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, but holy smokes, that relates to sales. Yeah, and you got to smile through it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, a third I, one
0: would be retail, retail at a shopping mall. <laughs> there you go. No, retail is <laughs> that's another one. one too. Yeah,
1: because like we've talked about that so many times. Because yeah. Jason worked retail. Yeah. My yeah. in-laws have like a big fine dining restaurant. I worked yeah. there for a few years, oh, yeah. and people are just like terrible. so rude. Yeah, and terrible. you got to
0: smile right. and nod yeah, your head. I, like, I okay. worked at one of those T-shirt places where you iron on on mm. uh, the graphics, and I worked at J.Crew. So yeah, <laughs>
2: both sides you, of the you,
0: spectrum. Yeah, you gotta yeah, exactly. You gotta deal with some interesting, yeah, upset people. We won't you know, talk about my sales
2: background. <laughs> it's well documented, but I was in sales as well. Yeah, yeah. everything's <laughs> selling when you look at yeah, it. Yeah, every type of <laughs> customer. Not on your resume? Yeah, no. We try to keep that one. Those could
3: be tough customers,
1: right? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: it's on my resume whether I like it or not. The felonies, but F on my report card. <laughs>
1: back to Dan. <laughs> well, back to Dan. <laughs> I love. It. Thanks. (laughs)
3: So I'm going to follow that. So no, I went to from a job that you had to be 100% perfect to a job where you're going to fail 80% of the time. And to be honest, it's a lot less stressful.
1: Yeah. You mean fail like because sales, you get a lot of rejection? Sales failure. Yeah. 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 You fail every day. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You don't get something every day. Something doesn't work out every day. And you know what? It's a lot less stressful than what I was doing.
2: So what was that transition like? Because I think that... As a young machinist Mm -hmm. myself, when I was looking around the shop, I came in the same way. And I think a lot of people do where they had no idea about this industry. And then, boom, some type of life circumstance happens or some kind of thing happens where they're in manufacturing now, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, there's so much to digest because there's so much going on to make this one little part that I didn't even know happened to make this one little part. But you're kind of like in the fire, from the firing pan to the fire, right? Mm -hmm. Immediately. And it's like, for myself, just being on the machine floor first was like, okay, I'm questioning myself. Second, being young, I'm super questioning myself. And then third, even though I know these machines back and forth, like when I went to the programming room or I went to teaching even, it was like, even though I know I know this stuff, this is mad scary and I had imposter syndrome. Yep. So mm-hmm. even though you knew machining and metals and had this understanding at this point, how was that transition for you and what helped you through it from because shop Because it doesn't to automatically
1: sales. mean you know sales. No, no
2: not at all. Not no. at all. And thankfully, I'm
3: blessed to work for a great organization where they really leaned into one, just be Dan Borders mm-hmm. and two, be a machinist. That's what people want to hear. Yeah. If anything, you're going to gain credibility. Right. People don't want to hear from a sales guy. I'm not a sales guy. I'm a machinist. Yeah. That's literally my mentality. Yeah. And I don't want to come off off negative at all about my machining career because, hell, that's how I got here. Yeah, I'm not sitting there. It's so funny you said
1: that because I was literally thinking about, like, how do we just change all the titles so none of them have sales in it? Because, like,
3: no one's like, man, I really need a sales guy right now. No one wants to see a sales guy. That's (laughs) why I don't try to be one. But I think about that all the time. I'll be flying to New York City on work and I'm like, holy smokes. Five years ago, I was sitting in front of a seat of Mask Cam. Yep. Yeah.
0: So at Zengers, we call them account managers. Yeah. And then it's not our sales team. It's our revenue team. And the reason that we call it our revenue team, because yes, they're responsible for revenue to increase revenue at the company, but they're also responsible for increasing bottom line revenue at our client's location when they implement new yeah, tooling. Yeah, there you go. And I, new, like, sure. I, like it applications, I like it a Stuff that. like that. Yeah, because so,
1: nobody ever like, man, I really need a sales guy right now. Right, exactly. Right. So, but I need somebody to help The bottom line,
2: the revenue of the company. Like
1: we used to call inside sales, that, Um, and now we call them customer success specialists, which is like a lot more what they do. Yeah. So
2: from the other side, like buying for the school department and like all of that, when we would see our campus has like obviously security, like there's a gate, you got to sign up to drive in, and when we would see like on our visitor log that I don't want to say any names, but like tool reps would come or Mm -hmm. like whatever. You see like Jason Zanger there. Some
0: tooling. Not him again. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. This this guy's guy Jason again. He thinks
2: he's an influencer. (laughs) There's a ring light. (laughs) (laughs) So like we literally like go find something else to do. So we weren't in the shop. Like we dug. But again, (laughs) there's a lot of applications where you need somebody to sell you something. Yeah. We bought from you all, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, the and, work holding stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you want to... Yeah. The problem
3: you were having was the people that were calling on you weren't bringing you anything of value. They weren't hundred yeah, percent yeah. Bingo. Exactly. 100%. And I tell the people that I call on this, I sell an accessory domain product. I sell the tail to the dog. Yeah. Right. I say, I'm not even going to call on you if I don't have anything
0: to bring you. Yeah, no. And that's great.
1: I say that all the time, too. Like, no one buys a machine tool bar feeder first or chip conveyor no. first, like what I sell. No, well, if well, you're
0: selling the, the tail, what am I selling? Like, the fingernails and the teeth?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the teeth. You're selling the teeth. Hey, it's all part of the dog, though. You know what I'm saying?
3: This is not a shot at any of the machine tool, guys. It kind of is. But, <laughs> but if the machine tool actually touches the part, Something went really wrong. It's all of our stuff that actually touches the yeah. true. Yeah, very yeah. true. Machine tool never touches the part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all yeah. the accessories. as a matter of hey, fact. It's shout the, out to the accessory guys. It's more yeah, important. Yeah. The accessories
0: and the consumables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah There's more value yeah. there. Very true. I mean, like machine tools are becoming a little bit same same amongst the machine tool manufacturers. You said it, not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they say in Thailand, same same but different. Yeah,
2: you know, yeah right. Right. <laughs> right, right. New right. paint. I don't you know, know what time. I don't know what you're doing in Thailand.
0: What term used out there? Hey, Metalworking Nation, Jason Zenger here. I want to tell you about Palo Alto Networks. They offer zero trust for OT without the PTSD. Keeping operational technology secure and running smoothly is a tall order. It's enough to make the coolest operations director wake up with night sweats, and we don't want that. Zero Trust OT Security delivers comprehensive visibility and security for all OT assets, networks, and remote operations. The Palo Alto Network solution provides exceptional OT protection with over 1,100 app IDs for OT protocols, over 500 profiles for critical OT assets, and over 650 OT-specific threat signatures supported. It provides best-in-class security while simplifying OT security management. It sees and protects everything in the network and it automates threat detection while implementing zero trust across all operations. We know right now that security at manufacturing companies is critical, and you need to take action on this. So sleep better with the most comprehensive platform to detect, manage, and secure OT assets. Learn how the Palo Alto Network's Zero Trust for OT security solution can achieve 351% ROI over five years. To learn more, find the link in the description or visit paloaltonetworks.com. That's paloaltonetworks.com.
2: You think about like Samsung and they've got smart machines and OKK and like a bunch of different people. But I digress. You two have a different perspective. I got a perspective as an instructor and a buyer. Yeah. You guys are the people that are hiring a dan borders you guys are hiring a maybe not a dan borders but somebody that's in this position what are you all looking for in somebody that's going to fulfill these roles
1: yeah i'll go back to one thing dan said like so i'm hiring someone who can become dan borders a lot of times it's kind of tough because depending on where you're recruiting dan you hire people or you recruit yeah. and hire people mm-hmm. so like this is going to resonate with you probably mm-hmm like geographically where you're recruiting someone could want like more than your VPs make sure yeah because like we're in the Midwest as a salesperson yep. as a regional yeah. traveling salesperson yeah. when you cover a whole and like you're like yeah. well this entitled guy why does he expect this it's like because that's what's competitive in that region we understand markets and that's yeah. not
0: something that's unique to the manufacturing industry yeah. there's a lot of industries no. where yeah the top rainmaker is making more than the owner of the company yeah. it's, it's
1: yeah. not that's just because they're in sales it's like it could be that that is well been,
2: yeah because the they're bringing that they generate They're bringing the revenue in. So that's the next question. It's worth it though, right? It
1: could be, but it's also just
2: the region they're from, like the cost of living in some of these areas.
1: Like everybody makes that
2: kind of money. And auxiliary industries, because what we forget to realize a lot of times, especially now, is people have way more options than they had back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like I am in this industry. I don't have a trade school degree. I don't have any of those things, but I worked a whole bunch of jobs in this industry. So that's worth more to me than a
1: degree because to answer your question, like what am I looking for? If it's not someone who I already know like is in my world, someone who worked for another peripherals company or whatever, where I know they're going to make an impact right away because they're already plugged in with the network they need to be plugged into, they were selling a similar product, then I'm looking for someone I can develop. And it's really hard because I always say there's like kind of you were talking about like, I'm a machinist, right? Yep. And that doesn't, Dan, it doesn't represent everyone who was a machinist. Because yep. sometimes right. people can't make that jump and do both and talk right. both. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's like two parts of the job. There's like getting in front of the customer, which is a lot of just like hustle and putting yourself out there and being okay with rejection yep. and yep. never giving up and making that extra call. And then there's like, okay, when you get in front of that customer, are you going to be like a phone? Can you
2: deliver? Yeah. Yeah. Can you
1: actually add value? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I could find you one or the other all day, but it's hard to find both.
2: Right.
0: How has being a machinist helped you to add value? Let's just say it during the sales process with your clients. Go into a shop and say a half or a thou and Uh say
3: it genuinely. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Even though, like, Is you're doing bar feeder stuff, or like, it's not like you're something. selling
3: cutting tools. No.
1: You know what I mean? Where you got to do like times, like, it's no. not no. like you're working for yeah, Jason, I'm where you actually to. have to like, <laughs> right? Because like, <laughs> you probably I don't do that up, much I machining. Up going to
3: customers, and maybe I'm revealing a little too much and tell them I don't know a whole lot about bar feeding. Yeah, yeah. I'm a tool and die guy. Now <laughs> yeah. I have a great organization behind yeah. me, and I lean on them to make me look good a million percent of the time. Yeah. But that's pretty genuine and it's yeah. honest.
2: And yeah, I think yeah. that's where a lot of people that are in front of these machines are. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm a lay guy. I run this brand of lays my whole career, but now we're adding this thing onto it. Right. And I don't know either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, having that level of yeah. genuineness and transparency will probably definitely open more doors. But my question is more of there are kids and there are definitely followers of mine and ex students, former students of mine that are like, I got into this industry not necessarily to be in front of a machine Mm -hmm. and I keynoted the Haas Technical Educators Conference and one of the things that I spoke with Haas about was the fact that there's a struggle to find applications engineers Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and not just for them but everybody and it's like if we are making an early enough impact as People that do technical sales are mm-hmm. people that are applications engineers. What better time to come into a technical college and say, hey, you like running this? Do you love everything about this machine? Do you want to help other people share your knowledge with other people? You know what I'm right. saying? And teach yes. them right. how to run this machine and love this machine like you do. Here you go. And kids just don't know that these are options. No, so you great, know what I'm saying? Great jobs. Yes. They're great great jobs. career. I can't tell you. I mean,
3: once you tell someone you know how to program. Like, you want to be an AE? No. I like what I'm doing right now, (laughs) but it's a great opportunity. Yeah, it is. Well,
0: sometimes going back to your other comment you made, sometimes one of the biggest values that I can bring to one of my clients is not just constantly talking to them about tooling, but actually I have a lot of my clients where I'm kind of like a confidant, Mm -hmm. a coach, Yep. Part of their like board of advisors or board of directors without having to pay me, yeah, yeah. sure. And, and yeah. sometimes even as an account manager, right. having your expertise as a machinist, mm-hmm. it's like kind of like by the way I sell bar feeders, right? But what's going on with this job? Like, mm-hmm. can yeah. I help you there? Oh, yeah. What are you having trouble right. with? Oh, why don't you call Zenger's? They can help you with that yeah. tooling application, or yeah, call yeah. Golner. He can help you out with that. Whatever Nick does, yeah. Whatever. You know,
1: all, <laughs> all that irrelevant <laughs> stuff like <Right>. chip conveyors <laughs> and filtration or workholding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was. (laughs) Trying to think of Chip (laughs) Convey. I just say, you know, sometimes you have a brain. I'm sorry, Nick. You know, whatever Nick
1: does over there. (laughs) Let me try. (laughs) actually, I
0: don't edit it. There's the the bloopers. So call Nick and ask him about yeah, whatever that clown does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) No, I mean I lean into that a lot. Like we said, the reason you were ducking sales guys is they weren't bringing you
2: any value. To put the icing on the cake, the reason why I think we connected, and definitely why you're here today is because you were always genuine you know what i'm saying like when you are on social media you are who you are yeah when I meet you at a trade show, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I mean, you see him, he's very polished, you know what I'm saying? But definitely he, looks super polished. Yeah, I don't see his grill, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got to hook him up though. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, I feel so.
1: like all of us need to walk that out of here say. with a
2: grill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. We can stop by STL Grills. Well,
3: We're in the sure Del Mar Loop because what I tell people when I'm calling on them is I say, Look, I'm not going to lie to you because I'm not smart enough to remember what I tell you. <laughs> I mean that 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I talk to people for a living. I don't remember what I told you yesterday. A thousand people. I love that
2: line. I'm not going to be able to cover it
0: up. Yeah, Yeah,
2: 100%. And I think that that is... Another That's why my wife knows I'm never lying to her because yeah.
0: not smart no, enough. Can't do it. Can't do it. No.
2: Can't even remember the truth sometimes. I've tried to lie to
1: my wife before and she could just like look at my face it and be like, that's not the question. truth. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think my wife, she sees it before it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? like, saying? So you to lie to me I five just minutes? get mine together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, bro, you're going to lie to me right now. So I'm like, yeah, nope, nope, mm-mm. But no, the authenticity is something that manufacturing leaders can definitely take a taste of. I think that mm-hmm. when we do hire people a lot of times, it's like, okay, I was in sale. I went from the machine shop floor to the sales department to wherever I am right now. And this is the way that I did it. We used to call on people this way. So this is what you have to do. Yep. Two email touches, a phone touch, this much in six months. And it has to be spoken and like this, talk about that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, he'll put up a rap lyric under one of my posts so we'll be having a side conversation about what's going on but it's still like authentic to people of our generation, right? Yeah. yeah. And I've been at trade shows and we were in Cleveland. I brought a bunch of kids to his booth and the kids connected because... He knows what is of the culture, and I want to give kudos to Rick and Mr. Mian at Ed's Technologies for letting you be who you are, right? (laughs) And understanding that your A to B still ends up in a sale. However, the field that you're playing on is of a new generation. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And
3: That's something that I've identified as getting the industry as a whole younger more diverse more female but not just like intentionally so much like if you're standing in front of a machine right now listening to this you're not too young yeah, mm-hmm. you might be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't limit yourself because I'm a machinist. It's a great job. If that's what you dig, do it for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, you ended up being a product manager. Now you're a national sales manager. You yeah. could have been an AE, uh, application so. <laughs> engineer.
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, yeah. You don't know where it's going to take. The
1: you. whole point is manufacturing fuels greatness. Yeah, and greatness could be in engineering. It could be in sales. It could be the There's president so of a company.
2: But it's you got to get in the game to yeah. be great. Right. You know what I'm saying? exactly. There you go. Don't so, be afraid.
1: It's dude. all fueled by by. manufacturing. MMG. Yeah.
0: Hey, Nick, thanks for sending me that shop tour video that you just did. That was great.
1: Yeah, you know, I got the idea from one of my customers, and they told me that when they have a prospect visit their shop for a tour, they have an over 90% close rate.
0: Well, you know, with all of these supply chain problems, people are setting up new vendors all the time. Why not send them one of those videos instead? Yeah, it was great. The ThomasNet team helped me. They sent
1: somebody to my facility and they were able to kind of capture a shop tour without it being in person. So you can check that out on my ThomasNet profile, Advanced Machine and Engineering or Hennig. We actually had two of them
0: done. That's great. And I talked to ThomasNet about this and they said that they can send a camera with short notice anywhere in the U.S. and Canada. And when you go to ThomasNet, you can engage with a half a million suppliers, 78,000 categories of products, and every month they have 1.5 million buyers searching out suppliers. And videos are a great way for people to find out about your facility.
1: Yeah, and it's really easy to sign up. You just go to the website, thomasnet.com,
0: and a few clicks and you'll be right there. So go to business.thomasnet.com slash programs, and that'll take you directly to sign up for one of their videos. That's business.thomasnet.com slash programs.
1: All right, Drew, this is your real test, though, as your first guest-hosted episode, two-part episode. Let's go. You got to sign off. Do you know how we do a sign off? There's a phrase.
0: And before we go there, we always got to put this in here. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Like and share, rate and review, share this episode with somebody if you got something out. If you were equipped or you were inspired. I mean, I think that there was a lot of greatness here. Share it with your team. Yeah. Share it with your boss. Your Share relative. it with somebody who's thinking about getting into the manufacturing industry. Yeah. That's how we get our gratefulness. That senior you know, in high school who's feel. like,
1: man, what do I do now? Yeah. Your child, yeah. when you're like, man, what is he or she going to do now? Because right. they're going to get out of my house. I'm done paying their bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan could inspire
3: yeah. your no, kids. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a mom and your dad or a dad and you think your daughter or your son has potential but doesn't really know what they're supposed to be doing, give it yeah. a shot. Those yeah. shops. Have them reach out to me or Drew personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our favorite thing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, You can email or send us a message on LinkedIn or yeah. whatever. Any one of up. us. Yep,
2: absolutely. We will reply. Shop owners, also listen. Not just your kids, not just the people that are looking for jobs. You're looking for people that are looking for jobs. So take what you learned today, yeah. apply that to your shop, yeah. and fill up those open positions. All right. All right. You
1: go, Drew. It's your time now. All right. What do we say, Drew? What do we say? If you're
2: not making chips, then you're not making money hey. Yo. <laughs> in my rock voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.